Ja! Max and the Moon. I am an actor. baby let's ease into it let's do the swag box how do cooking shows influence your own cooking habits they inspire me to experiment more in the kitchen i often try to recreate recipes i see on cooking shows they've helped me improve my cooking skills they don't really influence my cooking habits i don't watch cooking shows I would just say, I'll just go with the recreating recipes, just to channel my mother. Choose the one that Ma would have. Um, let's see. The leading choice is the one that they should not have put as one of the options. I don't watch cooking shows. Thirty-one percent. <laughs> <laughs> and then second place, 21%. They inspire me to experiment more in the kitchen. Third place, 20%. They don't really influence my cooking habits. There you go. All right, so let me just tell you a little anecdote from work. Doing the cashier yesterday. And a guy comes up to me and doesn't say anything, points at a bag. And um, I, I like kind of like chuckled to myself because I'm confused, obviously. Like, I thought he was just being rude. Like, I don't want to talk to this cashier guy. But um, no, this guy uh, literally could not talk. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what his condition was. I don't know if it's temporary or if he's had his whole life or whatever. I don't know the last time this guy talked or if this guy has ever talked. <laughs> but um, it kind of blew my mind. Um, I was like, this is the most interesting man in the inland Northwest. Um, there's something mysterious about him. Um, and isn't that funny that like, <laughs> like all you have to do is just not talk 
and then, but then we still communicated, and through body language, and, uh, yeah, I rung him up, you know, he paid with his <clears throat> credit card, and it went on his way, but I was like, what is this guy's life that he's leading, like, he must run into, like, so many daily struggles with not being able to speak. And then I was like, dude, who would I be if I couldn't talk? And then I'm like, I probably wouldn't have a podcast. Um, <laughs> probably, probably not. And uh, yeah, dude. And then I'm like, are we our voices? Like, because people, they have such a need to be heard. I believe it's almost bigger than the need to be seen. Because, um, like, we listen to music. We listen to podcasts. Like, we're obsessed with, like, how people talk. Um, and then you can kind of control how you talk or what you say more than what you look like, like, that's kind of just, is the way it is, usually, um, and then also just being able to be interesting to people, somehow, through the way that you speak, that's kind of a skill, and, um, but then I was, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, this guy makes money somehow, without talking, because <laughs> then I just was thinking, dude, I helped 207 uh, transactions is what I did yesterday. And it was discount day. So you have to do twice as much talking every transaction. And I obviously did the podcast in the morning. So, dude, yesterday, I was literally talking all day yesterday. <laughs> and then... But then I'm just picturing this guy just silently just he probably does like surveys online or you know he does some type of like work on the computer probably data entry and I'm like does he laugh does he make a noise when he laughs and then um yeah so I was just fascinated by that but um, then that made me be like, I need to talk less. I need to conserve my talking. And then in the morning before that, an old customer came in and he was saying how it was kind of quiet there for a Monday because Mondays are busy because there are discount days. And he said, when you get old, you appreciate the quiet days. So that was kind of foreshadowing for me helping the guy later who couldn't talk so um yeah dude I was like it literally made me be like I'm obsessed with people enjoying my podcast basically obsessed with the idea of people like listening to me talk and enjoying my conversation. 
And like, yeah, it's such a need to express yourself through that way. So then I wonder how the guy who can't talk, if he does, maybe he does like amazing paintings or he could be an incredible writer or like, I wonder if he expresses himself creatively somehow just because he needs to like get stuff out of him. Dude, think of how like how much stuff you'd feel like you needed to say if you could never say <laughs> say what you need to say say what you need to say um yeah dude <laughs> so then it ultimately led me to be like this morning i really need to just cut back on the arnie pod cuz i looked at it i've done 20 episodes over an hour in the last four weeks probably about four weeks so that's crazy dude like the last four weeks i've literally i've been putting out like uh probably like eight plus hours per week of arnie pod and then, because I don't even listen, I mean, I don't think of it from a listener's perspective as much anymore, since I don't listen to podcasts as much. Like, I will just, during my lunch break and at work, during break. But, um, yeah, I'm just saying, even I couldn't keep up with Arnie Pod. I couldn't listen to all of it if I wanted to. And I don't think anyone can. Especially lately. And I haven't missed a single day of an episode since July 2nd. So, um, yeah, oversaturation is the word. So I am going to battle against that today and just talk about Apollo Anton Ono for a couple minutes. Retired American short track speed skater. Eight-time medalist, two gold, two silver, four bronze in the Winter Olympics. So he's obviously a Hall of Famer. He is the most decorated American at the Winter Olympics and was inducted into the International Sports Hall of Fame 2017 and the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame in 2019. So he literally is already a Hall of Famer, but... I just like doing the different sports. And he's a Seattle guy. May 22nd, 1982. was born. About to be 42 in a couple months. 5'8", 145. Retired back in 2010. Dude, these guys retire early. At 28, he hung up his skates. And, um, raised by his father, began training full-time in 1996. At age 14, became the youngest U.S. national champion in 1997 and was the reigning champion from 01 to 09, winning the title a total of 12 times. December 1999, became the youngest skater to win a World Cup event title and became the first American to win a World Cup overall title in 01 
which he won again in 03 and 05. Has been the face of short track in the U.S. since winning his medals at the 02 Winter Olympics, won his first overall world championship title at the 2008 Championships. So, yeah, this guy's pretty much known as being the greatest speed skater of all time. And definitely American. And, um, let's see. What part of Seattle does he hail? Um, let's see. Hometown. It looks like he does motivational speaking now. Um, so, huh? Let's see if we can find where do you go to high school? Probably some skating academy. We have to skate around the halls. You know, dude. I don't know if he even went to high school, dude. That's how good he was as sport at such a young age. <laughs> They're probably like, okay, federal way. That's right. So he's from South Puget Sound. I am from North Puget Sound. And there we go, baby. That's a strike against oversaturation. All right. <laughs> Listen to all the old long episodes if you want the long episodes i need to get more on the schedule of this kind of dude i'm just saying like i'm looking at i'm gonna burn myself out i'm like i don't want to do that i want to always enjoy doing arnie pod every day and if you're gonna enjoy doing it every day then i'm not going to be able to do it every day over an hour (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not sustainable for a long period of time but but doing these types of episodes definitely is because it feels like i barely even did it <laughs> but i did thanks for listening brett thanks for listening everybody yeah love ya i'm gonna get my day started a little earlier right now uh-huh. bye love you